Let us focus this year on new beginnings. How many of you like to have new things? You like something new. But you know, it's great to have new things. And Jesus said, this is a statement from the Lord Jesus in Revelations chapter 21, verse 5. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. Jesus said, I make all things new. And when he says all things, I don't even all things. Well, listen, this journey with Jesus, itong Christian life natin, itong Christian experience, it starts with a new birth. When you're born physically in the natural, that's your physical birth. But when you come and receive Christ, you're given a new birth. And as a new birth, you're born into a new race. You are not only human. Kung sino man kay Cristo, you're not just a human. You're a part of a new race of people. The race of the last Adam, Jesus Christ. And as a part of the new race, you're in a new covenant. Because Jesus made a covenant with the Father, so we have a new covenant. Your Bible has two sections. What are those? The Old Testament or the Old Covenant and the New Covenant. The New Covenant has new terms and conditions. Better promises. Better, better, better. Belong new birth in a new race. You're a part of the advantages of the new covenant. And you get a new identity. Kung ang dati mong identity was, well, ako isang victim. Well, you're not a victim anymore. You get a new identity. If you said, well, I was an abused child. And kung for your whole life, you keep that identity. I'm orphan or I'm uneducated. Mahirap ako. Mahirap kami. Kung ano yung identity na inaakon mo, if you received those identities before, because that was who they told you you were. That was who you grew up being. In Christ, you get a new identity. You become a son. You become a part of the family. You become a new man or a new woman. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, If anyone is in Christ... He's a new creation. You're a new creation. The old is gone. And the new has come. All things are made new. You get a new nature. Nature, nature, instinct, DNA. The DNA of a person determines what they will look like. You get a new nature. Do you, do you realize that? You don't keep living the rest of your Christian life with a sinful nature. You get a new nature that is not sinful. You get the nature of your father. You get the DNA of Jesus. Okay? With that new nature comes new desires. And if you're really a true, truly born-again Christian, you know that you have desires ngayon that you did not have before. Before, wala kang pakialam sa Bible. Ngayon, you hunger for the Word of God. Before, you didn't care about worship. You thought that's corny. But now, you're touched. And your heart gets involved when you worship. You get new desires. God says, I'll put a new heart in you. A new heart, not a physical heart pump, but a, a new spirit. Ezekiel says, I'll take out that old heart of stone and put in you a new heart. Soft and tender heart with new desires. And you will want to do what pleases the Lord. And with those new desires, you'll have new habits. You get a new life. Sabini Jesus, the thief will steal and kill and destroy, but I came to give you life. Life that's abundant. And we get a new master. Romans 6, verse 16, it says that you are a slave to whoever you obey. So if you obey what your body wants, you become a slave to the flesh. If you obey whatever Satan tempts you to do, you're a slave to Satan and Satan is your master. But in Christ, you get a new master. And you become a slave of righteousness, which means freedom. And freedom is friendship and even sonship. So Jesus said, I make all things new. 
This is new beginnings. 2011, please, 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 mga kapatid, understand the difference between the old and the new. Now, the old way, this is the old way of how God deals with people. The old way of how God dealt with people was like this. The old way meant I had to perform good enough to be loved and accepted. Itong tinatawag na performance-based. Base sa iyong performance. Alam mo naman sa school, if you want advancement, dapat mag-perform ka. Dapat mataas ang grades mo. Maybe your parents were even uh, showing you love or withholding love base sa performance mo. Kung magaling ka, kung mataas ang grades mo, you, then we accept you, we love you. Kung bad boy ka, bad girl ka, malikod, disobedient, then you are punished. Yan ang old way. Diba? Sa old covenant, sa Old Testament, ang daming mga rules. Higit pa sa Ten Commandments, maraming rules, maraming commandments doon. The style doon, yung way, was if you do this and do it good enough, then you will be accepted. But if you are not good enough, or if you do wrong, then you will be punished. Nakaka-relate ba kayo sa ganyan na sistema? If you do good, then you'll be accepted. If you fall short, if you make mistakes, then you will be rejected and punished. Because here's the standard of God. Mataas. Mataas ang standard ng Dios. And so here's the commandments. If you get 10 out of 10, you're accepted. If you get 9.9, you're out. Diba? And that's why many people don't like to draw near to the Lord. Sa taas ng standard niya, hindi ko kaya. We tried our best, but we fall short. For all have sinned, and all have fall short of God's glorious standard. Diba ba? So that's the old one. So it says, if you want to have life, kung gusto mo talaga maging blessed, if you want to have blessing and have favor, then you keep all the commandments. But the bad news is, we all broke those commandments. Right? We all have broken the covenant. But the good news is, God made a new covenant with new terms and new conditions. And in this new covenant, Jesus fulfilled the perfect standard of God. Hindi binabaan ng Diyos ng kanyang standard. Ganyan pa rin ang standard niya. But Jesus fulfilled that. So ito ang good news. The new way means that Jesus was perfect on my behalf. Jesus did not just die for you. He lived for you. He lived a perfect life for you. Obedient. Perfect in every way. Kaya sabi sa Matthew 5.17, sabi ni Jesus, I did not come to destroy the law and the prophets, but to fulfill them. Sabi ni Jesus, hindi ko binabaliwala ang mga laws, ang mga commandments, ang mga rules nasa Old Covenant. I came to fulfill them on your behalf. So Jesus was giving us a new way. The old way was do this, do this, do this. The new way is it's done. Nagawa na. Alam mo, kung ikaw ay uh, student, major exam, final exam, tapos yung exam na yan, na-perfect mo, 100%. Do you have to take that exam over again? E pasado na. Na-perfect mo. Hindi mo kailangan ulitin yung exam na yan. Jesus took God's exam for you. At yung grade ni Jesus, nagiging grade mo. <laughs> And di mo kailangan ulitin ang exam. You don't have to now perform again to please God because Jesus has already pleased God for you. That's why ang huling salita ni Jesus on the cross, He said, it is finished. Another version says, it is accomplished. Nagawa na. Lahat ng mga kailangan mangyari para ma-fulfill, ma-meet yung standard ng Diyos, nagawa na ni Jesus. He did it. That's why he said, it's finished. It's finished forever. Over. It's done. So religious 
teachings usually say you need to do this, do that. Bawa na ganito, bawa, you have to keep these laws, keep these commandments, pay money, attend church, do this. That's the religious uh, sistema. But that's not the heart of Christ. The heart of Christ is not do, do, do. It's done, done, done. It's done. It's done forever. Amen. It's finished. Jesus has already purchased. Sa ginawa ni Jesus, He purchased your right standing with God. Plus, everything else you will ever need to be blessed, to be healed, to be delivered, have favor and advantage, to have an abundant life. Jesus bought it all. It doesn't mean that you're right now experiencing it all. But what Jesus did, I suffice to pay for your abundant life, for salvation. It says here in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 20, By his death, Jesus opened a new and living way through the curtain, which is his body, into the most holy place. So it's a way of faith. Now listen, faith, faith, faith. It's faith. Ephesians 2, verse 8 says that we are saved by grace. Okay? Ang grace, ang ibig sabihin ng grace is undeserved favor. We are saved by grace through faith in Christ Jesus. You are not saved by grace alone. And you're not saved by faith alone. You're saved by the combination of God's grace and your faith. Does that make sense, guys? Grace means you have no contribution to it. There's nothing you can do to make God give you more grace. He's already given all the grace that He will ever give. When Jesus died for your sins, that act of the cross of Jesus, that was the gift. The gift of all gifts. Lahat ng gifts ando doon nasa package na yan. Everything you ever need to be saved and blessed and favors, it's all there. But it can only get activated in your life through faith. Does that make sense? God's part is giving the grace. Our part is the faith. You cannot be saved by faith alone na hindi pa siya nagbigay ng grace. So a lot of people think, well, if I just use my mind, the mind is an amazing tool. I'll use my mind and I'll think about something. I'll, a new car, a new car, a new car. BMW, Mercedes-Benz. And I'll use my faith to have a new car. If that's faith alone, but God did not give the grace for that, it won't work. Right? If God has to give the grace, and then you respond to the grace with your faith. God does not respond to your faith and give the grace. Basta tandaan natin, there's an old way and a new way. Ang pakikipagdeal ng Diyos sa tao ngayon is a new way. It's new. It's different. The way God relates with us is not between our performance. How well you perform, then God loves you and accepts you and blesses you. No. It's not basi sa performance. It's basi sa kanyang biyaya. The way God deals now is that Jesus already performed. So yung galit ng Diyos, yung standard ng Diyos, namit na. Now, if Christ is in you, you have the hope of experiencing God's glory. So there, there is now four points, and this will give you a little bit of a road map. Ito yung mapa. Ito yung parang progression or sequence. How to enter into the kingdom of God na kung saan andun na yung mga benefits na sinasabi natin. Andun na lahat ng mga new beginnings sa kaharian ng Diyos. Okay? So point number one is this. Discover everything 
that God has done for you and given to you. Discover, search out like an archaeologist. We need to discover all the things that God has done for us and discover all of the things God has given to us. If you're ignorant at hindi mo alam kung anong ginawa ni Jesus para sa'yo, hindi at hindi makapapasayo ang kanyang mga ginawa. So we need to discover. Babad sa salita ng Diyos and learn what God has done. And if you think you know what all God has done for you, kung akala mo, alam mo na yan, alam ko na yan, there's more. There's always more with Christ. There's always another level to discover. There's always more of God's graces. The manifold grace of God. Maraming iba-ibang aspects of God that you have not yet known about. And I hope maging revelation sa'yo na the things that God has done for you. You got to discover it. Look at Philippians chapter 2, verse 12, where the Bible says, Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Okay? Does that mean work for your salvation? No. The Bible does not say work for it. You don't work. You're already saved. But he says work it out. Work out your salvation. How many of you work out in a gym? You tried working out with weights. You go to a gym and they work out. They call that work out. You do not go to the gym to get muscles. You don't go to the gym and say, I would like to apply for some muscles. I would like to buy some muscles at this gym. I wish you could do it that, that way. I wish it would work that way. But when you go to the gym, you cannot apply and get muscles. You go to the gym to work out the muscles you already have. Right? Okay, so the same thing. You don't go to do the works of God. You don't work to get salvation. Working out the salvation means you're developing and bringing out the benefits of what you already have. E kung sinabi ko sa'yo, put on your shoes. May shoes ka na? O wala? Wala ka pang shoes? O may shoes ka na? Put on your shoes. Ibig sabihin, may shoes ka na. Put them on. If I said, close your eyes, raise your hands, you're in possession of this already. So you put it on. That's why in Colossians 3 verse 10 says, put on your, <laughs> did you hear that? Your new nature. It doesn't say get a new nature. It says, put on what you already have. Mga kapatid, kung sino mang na Kristo, you have a new nature. Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn. Can you circle those words? As you learn, as you discover all that God has done for you and given to you. Circle that word, as you learn. Be renewed as you learn to know your Creator and become like Him. So you have a new nature. You just have not yet discovered it. Maybe you just have not yet worked it out. Kung may nagbigay sa'yo ng isang titulo, ng isang Hector, nasa pangalan mo, isang Hector of land, maybe in Baguio na kung saan may mga mines, mga gold mines. Sinong ano, gusto makaroon ng gold mine? You know, that would be nice. Now, every day, you go and break open the, the ore, yung lupa, and then magahanap ka ng gold. Mga diamonds pa kaya. And then kung may exploration doon, sabihin natin, may langis pa, may oil. Yayaman ka, no? Itong titulo to, completo with all the rights, iyon na. That's one hectare with full pack of diamonds and gold and oil in the land. You're rich. You have diamonds. You have gold. But you have to now work it out. That's what Philippians 2.12 means. Work out your salvation. Dahil marami pang benefits doon sa iyong kaligtasan, nung tinanggap mo si Jesus, marami pang benefits doon which you have yet to discover, which you have yet to work out. 
Okay? Let me give you some examples. First of all, you don't have to try to make God like you. He already likes you. You just need to discover that He likes you. Because you thought He doesn't like you. Kalamo galit siya sayo. Akalamo, He's angry at you. But you need to discover all that God has done for you and has given to you. He has given you His very Son, His very love. God loves you. You don't have to work hard and beg Him to love you. You just have to discover how much He already loves you. Okay? Listen, if you're in Christ, God has saved you. You don't have to work hard to be saved. You just have to discover that you're saved and believe and have assurance that I am saved. You don't have to beg God this morning to please forgive me. Kung nagawa mo ng kasalanan noong December 31, kung ano nagawa mo doon, nakakahiya, or what? You don't have to beg God this morning, Oh God, please forgive me one more time. Promise, hindi ko ulitin. Please give me one more chance. Forgive me, Lord. You don't have to beg God to forgive you. He's already forgiven you. God forgave you before you were, before you sinned. He forgave you before you needed forgiveness. He forgave you before you were born. Jesus paid the price for your forgiveness and bought you that gift of forgiveness long before you asked for it. So you don't have to come every week, every week, God, please forgive me again. He's already forgiven you. What you have to do is discover how much He's already forgiven you. And you don't have to keep begging God to bless you. Oh God, please bless me. Oh God, please bless my business. Please bless my family. Please bless my finances. You don't have to keep begging God for blessings. He's already blessed you. You just have to discover how much you're blessed. The blessing is so perpetual, you just don't know it. <laughs> you just don't understand. But as you learn, you'll be renewed and transformed as you discover what all He has already done for you. What all He's already given you. Forgiveness is there. As you discover it, it comes to you. You receive it. It's not that He didn't give it. It's that you have not received it because you cannot receive what you have not discovered. You cannot latch on and hold on and, and enjoy what you don't know about. Right? So discover, discover, discover. Discover it. Okay, number two is this. Spread His promises. Spread His promises to every area of your life. Spread His promises. I, I'm supposed to use the, the Bible uh, scholar's word is appropriate. Okay, but that's a hard word. <laughs> but appropriate means to take possession of. To set apart or assign to a particular purpose. Spread it out. Okay, Romans chapter 4, verse 16. Listen to this. So the promise is received by faith. It is given as a free gift. Natandan mo yung kanina, yung Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8, that we are saved by God's gift of grace through faith. So dito, ang dalawa dyan. The promise is received by faith, but it's given as a gift. And we are certain to receive it, whether or not we live according to the law of Moses, if we have faith like Abraham's. So spread. I, I need a volunteer. Who can, who can uh, 
help me with this. Any volunteer? Henry? Okay, come on, Henry. Bring the bread, that plate, and that... Uh, okay, come stand right over here. Just, oh, two? Two volunteers? Okay, Joel, come on. Uh, open up the bread. Stay right here. Stay right here. I want everybody to see what you're doing. Stay right over here. Open up the bread. Take a piece of bread. What we have here is, yeah, loaf bread and want to take a piece. Then this is ladies' choice, bacon spread. Mm, very nice. Yum, yum. Okay, so take a piece of bread. and. So I want you to imagine that this palaman is the grace of God. Okay, these are the benefits of God's, these are the promises of God. Ano yung mga sinabi natin kanina? Yung mga, I make all things new, sabi ni Jesus. New birth, you get a new identity, new family, new life, new master, new heart, new desires, new nature, all things new. It's by God's grace. You cannot work for it. God has given it to you. Given it to you. Have a spoon. Now this bread... It represents Joel's life. <laughs> so ngayon, show them your life. So ngayon, there's no grace. Okay, but he needs some grace. But by faith, go ahead and take the spoon and uh, spread, listen to me, spread his promises on every area of your life. Now sometimes, stop right there. Okay. Sometimes we take God's promises and apply them to some parts of our life. So we say, okay, I'm, I'm now born again. I, I received Jesus. I'll attend church, read Bible. But over here in my love life, I want call. Over here in this corner where my financial problems are, God's grace is not reaching me. Or over here in this area, this problem with my spouse or with my parents, itong aking emotions dito, lagi akong nagagalit, or I have problems with, with, with lust or problems with uh, lying, guilt, shame, my self-esteem, Walang, walang, pang nag, walang nagbago sa akin. Nung tinanggap ko si Jesus, parang baliwala, walang, wala lang. Because you need to, sige, ituloy mo, you need to spread the promises of God to every aspect of your life. School, work, with your marriage and your finances. And as you spread, wow, you're generous. Wow. Sige, go ahead. Enjoy your life. Okay, thanks, Joel. Go ahead and enjoy your life. Whoa! Ayosa. <laughs> That's good. So enjoy your life. So spread the bread, huh? Spread the bread. Take the, take the word of God, take the promises of God, and apply it. Spread mo, ikalat mo sa bawat aspeto ng buhay mo. You understand? First, you discover what all God has done. Then by faith, by faith, you put it on. Now listen, remember I said you're not saved by grace only. You're not saved by faith only. If, if I had Joel come here, okay, he has his bread, and I gave him the grace. Okay, I said, Joel, here's the palaman. Bacon spread, ladies' choice. It's yours. That, I promise you, I promise, that bacon spread will not jump out of the jar and go onto his bread by itself. Right? He has to do something. There's God's part. That's the gift of grace. But he has to now, by faith, when he takes his spoon and reaches into that grace and spreads it onto his life, that's the faith, and that's what brings the salvation. And if you needed physical healing, 
Like I needed physical healing even just yesterday. I have to take the spoon. I have to take my faith and put it on my body. Put God's grace on my, and I'm coughing. And, <coughs> and I'm, while habang nakakoff, I'm saying, I'm healed. <coughs> I mean, I'm so <coughs> healed. <coughs> but that's faith. Because we should not live by what we think or feel or what other people say. God has grace. God has done a lot for you. God, listen, the Bible says if God did not, he did not withhold giving you his own son. Will he not, together with Christ, give us all other things? How about fixing my cough? Is that not something God has given to me? The healing? How about restoring your family? How about upgrading your self-esteem? Don't you think if God gave Jesus to die and suffer to save you from your sins, don't you think God will work on your emotions? Don't you think God has given enough grace to transform your way of thinking, to change your habits? Yes. But you have to, it doesn't happen, it doesn't just jump onto your life automatically. You've got to discover what that is. What can God do in my life? And then by faith, trust Him and believe it and bring it into your life. Yes, I take this word, He heals all my diseases. I receive that, I spread that on my body. Yes, He has provided for me. He is Jaira. I spread that into my finances. I trust that He will provide. Do you understand? You have to bring his word and his promises one by one into your life. Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us. He says yes. But we have to say amen. It's, this, it's us, our part. Yeah, I received that. See, when Joel put the spoon in the lady's choice, he's saying, yes, amen, amen. Amen by me, amen. God gave the grace. Joel said, amen. I receive it. You got to say the amen is, yes, I agree. Yes, I receive. Yes, I take it. So spread the new beginnings to every area of your life spread the new covenant benefits into your self-esteem into your mind sa emotions mo sa finances sa future sa relationships and sa lahat number three enjoy god's goodness with no limitations or feelings of guilt okay now listen because sometimes we, we limit our own enjoyment. Pagpunta sa church, you try to be conservative. Oh, I don't want to have too much fun. So you come and just be very limited in your expressions, limited what you receive, limited sa pakikipag relationship sa ibang tao. And you need to enjoy what God has done for you with no limitations. It's bottomless. Okay? Joel was not limited sa kanyang pag-spread ng bread, uh, dun sa bread niya. Kapal, kapal. Nakita niyo? Yung palaman na nilagay sa tinapa, ang kapal. Kapal nga. Kapal, no? Just kidding. Ibig sabihin, parang hindi siya na, nag, hindi siya nag, he didn't feel limited or restricted. I'm gonna enjoy this. I'm going to take the, the maximum. And we need to come into the celebration of God and to celebrate with unlimited attitudes because the grace of God was unlimited. So our enjoyment should also be unlimited. Okay? What if, and it's just some examples here, what if... Um, Okay, see, si, see si Julo, yung apuni Tito Paul. He has a BMW. Have you seen that car? 
It's a nice car. Ewan ko kung sino nagbigay ng car sa kanya. Ikaw or yung tatay niya. Si Tito Paul nagbigay kay Julo <laughs> ng isang napakagandang sasakyan. BMW. Malinis. Ganda. Now what if week after week nakita ni Paul si Julo naglalakad sa ulan kapuntang school. Naglalakad. Ilang kilometers yan. And then Paul will say, hey, wait, wait, wait. Why are you not driving the car? And then what if Julo will just say, oh, I'm not worthy. That's too much for me. Sana kia na lang. That's too nice. I don't want to, I don't want to destroy it. I don't want to, I don't want to disappoint you kung mabanga. What if, I mean, isn't that insulting? Doon sa nagbigay? Di ba? The best way that you can bless the Lord who blessed you is to enjoy. Enjoy. And the root word of enjoy is joy. <laughs> to enjoy. To enjoy with your facial expressions, to enjoy with your maximizing and taking the full benefit of all the grace of God. If I said, here, Joel, have some ladies' choice spread. What if he just took one toothpick and took a little bit and put it on the bread and said, okay, thanks. No, come on, have more. Oh, no, no, no. I don't want to be a bother. Oh, no, that's too much for me. I'm not worthy. I didn't pay anything for that. Don't treat the Lord like that. When you come to the Lord, if you're a big sinner, then you get big grace. And don't limit the grace that you receive. Enjoy it. Nung Kamini Bambi, for Christmas, we treated a group of, of the young people to a restaurant. So, dinala namin sila sa isang magandang restaurant. And then, while they were eating there, uh, you could see na lumaki yung mata nila. Wow. Oh, look around. This is, a, this is a nice place. Wow. And then, the waiter came. Yung ganun ba? Yung lahat na hindi nila na, madalas nararanasan. And so, they were enjoying this restaurant and all of the service and the food was so good and inubos talaga nila yung food as in walang leftovers so ako personally na bless ako i felt so encouraged because they enjoyed at nakikita ko sa mukha nila they're enjoying and they did not say uh, oh Oh, too big na lang sa akin. Ayoko na lang. They did not say, Anong oras na? Alis na tayo. Mayroon ako mas magandang puntaan. No? Nakikita ko sila, they were not in a hurry. Like some Christians come to church, they're in a hurry. They did not show up late. All of them were on time sa usapan. They were enjoying the, the environment, enjoying the food. And nagpapasalamat. Nagpasalamat sila bawat isa. So ako bilang giver, na-bless ako, na-encourage ako, natuwa ako, because yung tao na nakapagtanggap ng gift, ng blessing, was enjoying to the fullest level, to the highest level. So I'm telling you, enjoy God's goodness to the highest level. And do not limit how much you can laugh. Do not limit in the presence of God how much fun you can have. Do not limit how much you can smile and how much you can enjoy the Spirit of God intoxicating you. And don't ever feel guilty about receiving a benefit from God. If God forgives you, don't feel guilty about receiving the forgiveness. Jesus died a high price. He paid the high price to release that forgiveness to you. Don't limit and don't be reluctant to receive another truckload of forgiveness. And don't receive the grace of God with just a toothpick. This isn't a to sa akin for now. No. Whatever God has given you, swim in it. Go large. Said, I mean, go large, said Andy. Take it all. Enjoy it all. Amen? 
Because Romans 8 verse 1 says, There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Another version says, Those who are in Christ Jesus won't be punished. Number four is deliver all of God's benefits to others. Deliver. Deliver. Sabi mo, deliver. Okay. You cannot deliver a package na hindi pa nakarating sa'yo. You will never be able to deliver something that you do not have. So, ang good news, mga kapatid, is itong mga new beginning benefits, itong mga covenant promises of God na sinasabi ko, all of these things we're talking about, kung if you will set your focus, set your mission in life to be a delivery person of these benefits, then I promise you, you yourself will experience and taste the benefits of God. Kabataan pa ako, I worked sa isang uh, grocery. Ako ang taga-stock ng mga groceries. And I think about once or twice a week, we have this bread truck. More, more than, actually, more than twice a week. Yung malaking truck ng nagdi-deliver ng bread. Iba-ibang uri. May wheat bread, may white bread, may mga donuts, may cinnamon rolls, mga sweets. Iba-ibang classing breads. And the truck driver, his name is Tommy. Si Tommy, Pag nakita ko si Tommy, laging kumakain ng bread. Lagi siyang kumakain. Ibig sabihin, sabi ko, wow, sana truck driver din ako. Sana taga-deliver din ako ng bread. Kasi kahit anong gusto niya, yan, marami siyang available na choices. Hingi ako ng donut sa kanya. Minsan binigyan, minsan hindi. But Tommy, bilang truck driver or taga-deliver ng bread always had bread for himself because he's the delivery man of bread. He never ran out of bread for himself too. I'm telling you, if you're a cook, you'll always have a bite to eat. Right? If you are a delivery person of good news, then you'll always see and taste and think about Good news. So if you struggle with depression, be an evangelist and tell people the good news. <laughs> if, if you're struggling with physical uh, problems, you have bad health, always getting sick, well then why don't you start a hospital visitation ministry and go lay hands on the sick and pray for the sick? Because what you deliver, you'll have a taste of. Hello. If you're having financial problems, why don't you stop uh, thinking about yourself and what you need to buy and what you want to have and start looking at other less fortunate people around and, w and try to help them fix their financial problems and overflow some financial blessings sa kanila. Ibig sabihin, whatever benefit of God that you're lacking, why don't you deliver that to someone else? If you're lacking in faith, why don't you strengthen the faith of someone? If you are discouraged, encourage somebody. Do you understand? Deliver all His benefits to others. And as you deliver the benefits of God, you yourself will have a taste. I want you to watch this clip from the Passion of the Christ na movie. Okay, just play that clip. And in this clip, actually, in the Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, walang nakasulat yung I make all things new. That was a, a quotation from Jesus to John in the book of Revelation. But in the movie, The Passion of the Christ, Mel Gibson put that in the script. Doon sa uh, part where Jesus fell down and his mother, Mary, came and nag-flashback siya about a time when Jesus fell as a boy and she tried to help him up. And Mary was feeling hopeless. She doesn't know what to do. And all of a sudden, Jesus speaks to her, I make all things new. Just watch this very short clip.
Help me. Jesus picks up that cross and he says, I make all things new. And he can make all things new because he bore that cross for you. He, he changed everything. When Jesus came, he changed everything on how we deal with God. God now deals with you through Christ not through your performance. You just need to discover how much God has done for you. I, I feel so um, sad sometimes when I see a person living a miserable life, struggling. They, they, even if they become a Christian, they still cannot overcome sin and, and uh, all the habits and the mind is still uh, un, unrenewed. And I just think, Sayang, Sayang, God has bought a gift for you. You know, kami ni Bambi, we still had four leftover Christmas gifts. Sa lahat ng gifts na binigay namin, napansin ko, eh, bakit dyan sa bahay may, tapos ng Christmas eh, tapos ng New Year, and there's still about four gifts left. Nakabalot na, they were paid for, they were bought, they were wrapped up, they were intended for somebody, I don't know who, and for whatever, oh, say, okay. <laughs> for whatever reason, <laughs> hindi nakarating sa mayari. Hindi nakarating sa taong na who should get that gift, open that gift in faith, receive that gift, spread that gift into their lives, and enjoy that gift with no guilt and shame, and be blessed to be a blessing. Sayang, no? What if that gift really was for you? But never mind a Christmas gift. What if there was a gift that Jesus died to purchase for you? And it was gift-wrapped. It, it has your name on it. And that gift is more than just going to heaven after you die. That gift was something for you to enjoy now. That gift was the eternal life, quality life now. That you could have a renewed mind and be set free from those old habits and have the joy and the celebration, the hilarious, you know, the, the high. Some people want to be drunk with alcohol. Be drunk with the Spirit. No hangover. You understand? God has a gift for you. And it's going to make all things different, all things new in your life. I want you to bow your head and close your eyes today. Oh, thank you, Lord, for making all things new. This 2011... Help us to discover and not stay in ignorance 
Help us to soak in your word and, and, and learn and study and uncover and really discover all of the different aspects of your manifold grace and to learn what all you have done for us and what all you have given to us. Let us have that revelation, Lord, and, and to even spread it and apply and activate these benefits into every zone of our finances, our marriage, our studies and work, all the pressures, Lord, that we apply it, that, that, that your grace and these new benefits, these beginnings that you promised will come into our self-esteem, will come and flush out the old ways, the old habits, renew our mind. Lord, transform our emotions that the grace of your good benefits will touch every aspect of our mind and soul and, and our bodies even. And Lord, that we would just enjoy. I pray for a breakthrough in joy. Uninhibited, radical, hilarious, unashamed celebration in your presence soaking with hands lifted high, with laughter, with fun in the house of God, that we would just have that baptism of joy because of what you've done for us. That it's good news. It's not bad news. That we should never be depressed in your presence, but we would be, regardless of the problems, regardless of our feelings, that we'll enjoy with no limitations and no feelings of guilt and be a blessing to others, Lord. That we'll be a delivery truck, a dispenser of every benefit to others. Lord, change our life mission, not just to get, 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 but to give and to give and to flow and to distribute and to dispense every new covenant benefit to others around us. And I pray for everyone in this congregation right now that there will be the grace of faith to believe that it can happen to me. I rebuke doubt and uh, fear and unbelief and I release right now a spirit of faith in this room that every man, every woman would say, I can change. I'm new. I'm different now. It can happen to me as I believe and I receive in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.